If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cats at night. Now here's John Katsimatidis. And now on the line with us, Dr. Mark Siegel. He's a professor of medicine at the NYU Langone Medical Center, author as well as a contributor to Fox News. And here, WABC Radio, welcome back to Cats at Night, Dr. Siegel. I'm absolutely floored by that great interview with John Casamitidis and our mayor. I mean, this this he never he never ceases to amaze me. Oh, you saw so. it on Twitter. So, yeah, John, you did speak to you interviewed Mayor Adams today at the parade and you also spoke to him recently as well. I had uh I was w- with him on Sunday afternoon. Uh, David Patterson didn't make the meeting. I don't know what <laughs> happened to David. Um but um uh the mayor, he wants to solve the problem. Albany, Albany is tying his hands. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to support the mayor, and because, but we're going to kill Albany because Albany has to open up and do their job, and support the mayor and clean up the city. Otherwise, we're in deep crap. Absolutely. Dr. Siegel, now switching gears, we wanted to talk about what's going on. So the Florida State Surgeon General, he came out, put out a study that the COVID vaccine was contributing to the deaths of young men between the ages of 18 and 39. Twitter blocked him for misinformation. Then they let him back on. What do you know about this? Because that was some disturbing news right there. Well, listen, Lydia, I'm going to be nuanced on this because John invited me to be nuanced. I'm going to tell you all of my views, and maybe half of them you'll agree with. Tell us whatever with, you way. feel. No, you always way, have to Lydia, tell us whatever you feel. I saw a of Lydia at that parade, too, with that hat on. I mean, i I, I got to meet her one of these days. You know? <laughs> well, come to the um, studio one day. That's right. Yes, come to the studio. I absolutely will. So here's my view on this. First of all, the, the whole idea of deciding what misinformation is and blocking someone is un-American because information evolves. And, and, and of course, Latipo is entitled to his opinion. By the way, when my father was sick in Florida, he reached out to me and gave me a cell phone number. The man is a mensch, and he's entitled to his opinion. And he has an MD, and he has a PhD. Now, in, so I can't believe anybody would block him or or, or remove a tweet, or all of that is complete nonsense, and probably got reversed because of Elon Musk, right? But, but regardless, the study itself, and this is the nuance part, is flawed because of two reasons. First of all, it doesn't tell you, Lydia, it doesn't tell you that less people actually died after receiving that vaccine in the teen age group, even if more even if more people died. From receiving uh, more people had cardiac problems and cardiac deaths, those teens, but overall death rate was actually lower. Second thing I don't like is that study did not include how many people got heart deaths after COVID itself. Mm-hmm. Because I know, and we know from other statistics, one of the, the people we have breakfast with uh, uh, on Saturday mornings in the Hamptons, a good friend of yours, a good friend of Judge Weinberg's. We lost him that way because he had the booster. That's that you guys suspect that. 
Well, so and I'm not denouncing that. I, I actually think that the, the shot has side effects. But what I'm hinting at is you have to compare what the risk of the vaccine is versus the risk of COVID itself. That's what the game always is. This, this vaccine is not risk-free. Somebody on the radio with us right now had a side effect from this vaccine. Mm-hmm. I've seen many. You know, and then and then, by the way, here's something nobody ever talks about. I don't give the vaccine to my patients that have had significant side effects to previous doses of it. Right. You know, we make this decision on a patient by patient basis. And everybody reacts to vaccines and to medications, even over the counter of medications differently. And maybe maybe the message from the Latipo from this Florida study is we shouldn't be so quick to be giving the vaccine to that age group. Okay, the teen male teens, although, again, I'm still afraid of the effects of COVID itself on that group. Believe me. But I I tend to target this new booster to the very old and to people with a lot of chronic conditions. Uh, There are people way older than anyone on this call. Dr. Siegel, we wanted to just switch it because we're running out of time. So in California now, they're talking about actually penalizing doctors for misinformation. They They passed passed the law. law. They passed the law. The governor's. Doctor, they passed a law that says if a doctor gives out so-called medical disinformation, his license is on the line. Be sanctioned and uh, so removed. So what do you do? You're going to shut people up? But well, that's, and who, and decides? who decides that? First of, all, first of all, the information changes every day, doesn't it? What's yesterday's treatments isn't tomorrow's treatments. I mean, you know, you'd have to lock up Tony Fauci for saying don't wear a mask at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Or Mark Siegel for saying use hydroxychloroquine on his father. His father survived. I mean, all of this is evolving. And how about Gavin Newsom for going to the French laundry in the middle of a pandemic when he was shutting outdoor restaurants? And, and he wants to run for, for, for president. Absolutely. Well, um, if you if you base it on hairdo, probably he would win. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got Stacey Abrams. She's saying that we don't know when life begins, and she's saying that it's a fallacy and that it's uh, the heartbeat that you hear. An unborn child is something created by man so they can control women. I mean, why are the Democrats? They're the ones that say follow the science, but yet they're telling us not to follow the science. Yeah, I saw Stacey Abrams. I thought Shannon Bream on our channel did a great job interviewing her. But, she did. But I also thought you're right about this. First of all, that is that is not nothing. That's not a, a, an ultrasound-created sound. That's electrical polling poles that are already forming right where the heart's going to be in a fetus. That's for sure. And what she said on that interview that was disturbing is that a doctor should get in and decide with a woman where viability is well doctors do have a role there but i i don't i don't think that that's what a doctor's proper role is to make some kind of uh, deal with a with a pa- with a patient over where viability is because after all there's a third party here called a fetus isn't there there is absolutely uh we have 30 seconds left doctor anything else you want to tell people Well, I want to tell people that there's no such thing as misinformation, that people are entitled to their opinion in this country, and people should not be shut down. And I do not want – doctors should revolt if somebody's trying to lock them away for giving information that someone else doesn't agree with. But you know when the government threatens your license, you chicken out. You keep your mouth shut. So they want to lock up doctors for COVID misinformation, but they allow them to cut off body parts of children and give them puberty blockers that forever change their lives. Yikes. Uh, Thank you, Dr. Siegel. And you know what our program stands for? Truth, Truth, justice, and the American way. way. God bless America. Thank you so much. 
It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.